Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Catch Hook and Shoot. Uh, my name's Tom. Today is Sunday, October the 21st. Uh, hope everybody's enjoying the show. Hope everybody's uh, checking it out on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Podbean, any place you get your podcasts from. <clears throat> I hope everybody's following the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and uh, all our other social media. And I hope, uh, you know, if anybody has any questions, comments, anything you want to see me talk about on the show, uh, as always, feel free to drop me an email at catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So uh, let's jump right in here. I had a pretty busy week in the world of pro wrestling, starting off with Monday Night Raw. Um, for me, the biggest thing coming out of Raw was the uh, promo between Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey. Uh, this, for my money, was the best promo of Ronda Rousey's career so far in the WWE, short as it may be. This was the uh, best promo that I've seen her cut. She seems to be getting uh, more comfortable talking on the mic. And uh, from uh, what I read, uh, the the rumor on this is that she wrote that entire promo herself. So, you know, big, uh, big kudos to her for that. I thought it was a great exchange between the two of them. Uh, definitely made me more invested in their match coming up at Evolution. Uh, fairly certain they are going to be the main event. Uh, Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. And, uh, yeah, like I said, just the uh, the best promo that Ronda has had thus far in her WWE career. Uh, and she's just uh, showing, showing a lot of improvement on the microphone, looking a lot more comfortable. So I'm really looking forward to seeing just how much more she grows in that area. Um, another... Uh, some more news from Raw. We had Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins both qualified for the World Cup coming at the coming up at the Crown Jewel pay per view. Um, WWE still continuing to tease the uh, the Dean Ambrose heel turn. I'm fairly certain that's going to happen unless they pull a swerve and have uh, Rollins be the one to turn heel. But I think it's pretty inevitable one member of the Shield is going to turn heel because um, the rumors are still that they're building towards a uh, triple threat match at WrestleMania with all three of the Shield members. Most likely, I would assume it'll be for the Universal Championship. Uh, so don't, uh, I'm not looking for Roman Reigns to drop that title anytime soon. He'll probably hold it, I would say, at least through WrestleMania. Uh, fairly certain he'll end up coming out of Crown Jewel with the title. I don't see them putting it back on Brock Lesnar uh, anytime soon, and I also, don't see them putting it on Braun Strowman quite yet, but you never know. Stranger things have happened, so um, wouldn't be a total surprise to see Strowman come out of Crown Jewel as the Universal Champion, but my money is on Roman Reigns right now. Um, it looks like the alliance between Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre is starting to break down a little bit. Well, not starting to break down, but has broken down pretty much completely. They had a uh, six-man tag team match against the Shield this past week on Raw, and... Uh, you know, Strowman just kind of went off on Ziggler after the match, uh, you know, basically blamed him for uh, for losing the match. And then uh, when he turned around, he caught a Claymore kick from McIntyre. So um, definitely made Drew McIntyre look very strong, which is good. Um, you know, I don't, don't expect McIntyre and Ziggler to be a tag team forever. By all accounts, Ziggler still has not signed a new contract with WWE. Um, but, you know, he still still could. Who knows? But I'm looking for McIntyre to uh, break out and become a, a huge single star just based on his ability and uh, the way that the, the crowds have responded to him. You know, McIntyre will be <clears throat> will be in the Universal title picture sooner rather than later. I'm, I have no doubt about that. 
Uh, moving on to SmackDown Tuesday night, of course, with the 1,000th episode of uh, SmackDown. Uh, had a pretty big title change. The Bar are the new tag team champions. It looks like they've got uh, a bit of an alliance with the Big Show. Uh, according to the uh, online buzz, the name of this new group is uh, uh, Showbar, I believe it was. So that's definitely a formidable faction there if they keep that one going. Um, I like uh, I like seeing the bar with the tag team titles, and uh, you know I like seeing them back in uh, in a uh, uh, in a. Yeah, I lost the word I was looking for. I like seeing them back in the at the top of the tag team picture. Put it that way. Um, of course, uh, Rey Mysterio made his comeback at uh, SmackDown this past week. Had a match, qualifying match against Shinsuke Nakamura for the World Cup. Uh, Mysterio was victorious in that one, as was the Miz in his World Cup qualifying match against Rusev. So they're both in the World Cup along with Ziggler and Rollins. Uh, so that. Uh, yeah, that is pretty well pretty well set. The eight participants in the World Cup: We've got Ziggler, Rollins, Mysterio, The Miz, uh, Kurt Angle, John Cena, Randy Orton, and Jeff Hardy. <clears throat> so uh, pretty much all uh, Attitude Era guys, which is what uh, the online buzz was saying it was going to be. Um, yeah, not sure what the what the brackets are going to be, so it's kind of hard to predict a winner at this point. But I'm sure we'll be seeing that in the, the coming week as far as who's facing who in the first round and how that'll break down. Um, pretty sure it'll be you know Raw versus SmackDown in the first round in each uh, uh, in each match, and then it'll kind of go on from there. Um, yeah, another another big. Uh, event, I guess you could say, from SmackDown this past week was, was the reunion of Evolution with Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton, and Ric Flair. Uh, it was just really cool to see all four of those guys in the ring again, especially Batista. Um, Batista talked on the mic for quite a while, actually longer than any of the other three, kind of threw a little bit of a jab at Triple H. Uh, he was singing the praises of uh, all, all the other guys in Evolution. When he got to Triple H, he was course you know building him up building him up and then he had to throw in there you know the triple h has never beaten batista so that, that could be working towards something it could it could have just been a one-time thing but uh, i wouldn't uh you know they're, they're kind of planting a seed maybe to see how the the crowd reacted to it which they they popped huge for it so maybe uh maybe building to batista versus triple h for wrestlemania who knows i think that'd be a, a pretty cool match to see um, some new names announced for the Evolution Women's Pay-Per-View coming up uh, next week. Molly Holly, Ivory, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, uh, Maria Kanellis, and Alondra Blaze all announced to be a part of it in the uh, the Women's Battle Royal that's going to be taking place during that pay-per-view. Um, yeah, I saw some, some mixed reactions to this one online talking about, uh, you know, why would you waste the talent like this in a Battle Royal? Well, the, the way that this was promoted from the get-go is there's going to be over 50 women involved. I don't know if they're still pushing for that number. They really haven't repeated that in any of the um, any of the promotional material or anything for the pay-per-view. But if they're, if they're going to have that many involved, you can't have, you know, if there's going to be 50 women involved, you're not going to see 25 singles matches. They're, they're going to last, what, three minutes apiece? I mean, you know, I, I, that's kind of counterproductive to what the women's evolution is all about. You know, so yeah, they, they want to get as many women as possible. They want to bring back as many past superstars as possible. And the best way to do that is a battle royal where you can get 20 of them in the ring at the same time. That's, you know, the best way to get the most names on the card. And they've only really announced a couple actual matches for this pay-per-view. Um, 
you know, all three of the, uh, the women's championships, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, um, the tag team match with Alexa Bliss and Mickie James versus Trish and Lita, and that's really about it. They haven't uh, announced too many more, so for, uh, you know, they still got to fill out a, a three-hour show, and they only have five matches announced unless they're going to, you know, let these matches go a good long time, but uh, I don't, don't think that's going to happen, so probably in the coming week we're going to probably have a lot more news as far as who's going to be at evolution who's going to be competing what the matchups are going to be things like that but i i think it's shaping up to be a pretty damn good show um you know i'm really really looking forward to seeing that one uh, next sunday uh, as far as nxt this week the uh uh, NXT UK debuted this week the main event of the first show was Pete Dunne versus Noam Dar uh, for the WWE UK Championship, fantastic match. Pete Dunne retained. Um, really liking, based on the first episode, I'm really liking NXT UK. I love the British style of wrestling, so I'm looking forward to watching this one every week. Uh, on NXT this week, Alistair Black made his return. Um, showed up in a match between Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross. Of course, Nikki Cross has been saying, you know, she has a secret. She knows who attacked and injured Alistair Black. Um, she whispered something in his ear as a showing off the air, and you could just see the rage building in him. So I'm thinking we're going to find out who it was that attacked him probably within the next week or so, and I'm sure that's going to build to the next NXT TakeOver, which will be uh, NXT War Games on Survivor Series weekend. So definitely some big... Uh, Big buildup going to be coming from NXT. Also had a uh, NXT tag team title match, the War Raiders versus Undisputed Era. Uh, Undisputed Era did retain the titles, um, and we saw the return of Bobby Fish. Apparently, he's been cleared to come back, so Undisputed Era is back at full strength. I'm um, hoping they stay that way. A lot of times, when you see stuff like this with a faction where a member's out injured and then comes back, they'll have uh, you know somebody leave the faction, whether you know it was the injured guy. Uh, comes back and ends up getting kicked out or, you know, whoever took his place ends up getting kicked out. In this case, that would be Roderick Strong. Um, I'm hoping they don't do that. I hope they keep all four of these guys together because um, they are right now uh, uh, one of my favorite factions in all wrestling, not just in WWE. So I'm hoping they, uh, you know, don't try to pull them apart the way that uh, the way that they did with the Shield uh, when Seth Rollins originally made the turn and, and things like that. So I'm um, you know, hoping, got my fingers crossed, Undisputed Era is going to be together for a little while still. Um, you know, maybe see Bobby Fish get in uh, back in the uh, the tag team tag team title picture with Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, maybe they're going to, you know, go under the Freebird rule, defend the titles between all four of the guys. Who knows? Um, Adam Cole obviously is still in the uh, North American Championship picture with Ricochet, so you could see the tag titles defended between Fish, O'Reilly, and Strong. Um, there's just a lot that that could be done with that, so I'm hoping they uh, they keep it keep it going for a while. As far as 205 Live, a uh, match coming up this week, Hideo Itami versus Mustafa Ali in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, really looking forward to this one. These these are two of the best guys in 205 Live. Should be just an awesome match between these guys. Uh, the May Young Classic looks like the semifinals are set, um, so there'll be two matches on this week's show, and then the final, obviously, at the Evolution pay-per-view next week. Um, the four names that are in the semifinals are Mako Satomura, um, the uh, other competitor, last name's Io, I'm sorry, I didn't write down her first name, uh, Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm. So two of those four ladies will be in the, uh, the finals at the Evolution pay-per-view. So uh, that I guess that's another match that's uh, already signed for uh, for the pay-per-view. 
but uh, still that puts us at uh, what five, six, six total matches for three hours. Uh, yeah, I'm not thinking every one of them is going to be a half an hour match. So probably I would I would think they would need to add at least two or three more matches to the pay per view. And we'll, like I said, we'll probably hear about those this week. Uh, some news from uh, Impact this week. Uh, looks like Impact has signed Jordan Grace, and she'll be making her debut. I believe it was next week. They showed the uh, the vignette with the uh, silhouette throwing the double bicep pose. So I, I believe it said on ne- uh, next week's show she'll be making her Impact debut. Uh, new Impact World Champion is Johnny Impact. Uh, Austin Aries is apparently done with Impact Wrestling for the time being. He uh, uh, dropped the title to Johnny Impact at the pay per view last weekend. Now, something interesting with the pay-per-view, when Johnny Impact scored the pin on Aries, he hit him with the, uh, uh, the move has so many different names, but basically the, the uh, split leg uh, twisting moonsault, uh, moonlight drive, or whatever he calls it now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Aries went down for the pin, but then as soon as the three count was made, he no-sold it, jumped up, uh, said something to the fans, flipped off Don Callis, and just walked out of the arena. And I don't know if that was a work or if that was a shoot. He wasn't happy with what's going on. But that's, uh, you know, definitely got people talking, and I'm sure that, uh, you know, that's never a bad thing. Uh, for Ring of Honor, looks like uh, Matt Taven is going to be the next challenger for Jay Lethal. He uh, came out, uh, attacked Jay Lethal last weekend, and uh, pulled out a. Uh, replica of the ring of honor world championship with a purple strap claiming that he is the uncrowned the real ring of honor world world champion uh so yeah like i said that looks to be the uh, the next next challenger for jay lethal's world title uh also coming up next week on ring of honor uh punishment martinez is going to be defending the uh television championship against uh um and again i didn't write down the first name i believe it was uh, jeff cobb and uh yeah, I mean, it looks to be a great match. Both, you know, big, strong guys. Uh, Punishment Martinez obviously has uh, already signed with WWE and has reported to the Performance Center already. So, you know, this match, of course, is pre-taped. So we already know Cobb is going to walk away with the uh, the title, but it should be a great match to watch. And uh, really looking forward to Punishment Martinez debuting on NXT. I love what uh, the little bit I've seen from him in Ring of Honor, because uh, I didn't start watching Ring of Honor every single week until just within the last few months. So I haven't seen too much from Punishment Martinez, but from what I have seen of him, I'm really looking forward to seeing him in NXT. <clears throat> Another NXT signing that's uh, making her debut next week is Mia Yim. Uh, you know, this is definitely a long time coming. I've been a fan of Mia Yim for a long time. Uh, she definitely has earned. Uh, her spot in WWE and uh, and in NXT. So hopefully we'll see a lot of the NXT women on the Evolution pay-per-view next week. I'm sure we'll see a handful of them in the Battle Royal. Uh, I'd love to see you know a couple of a uh, couple of singles matches or even tag team matches from some of the NXT ladies just so they can show off what they can do. Uh, you know, let put them out there. Let them try to steal the show. Show the the women on the main roster what they have to look forward to when you know when these women get called up. Uh, getting back to Ring of Honor, uh, the uh, next week show the Briscoes are defending the uh, Ring of Honor tag team titles against Coast to Coast. Uh, Coast to Coast is undefeated in 2018, uh, so they've definitely earned this title opportunity, and should be a great match between them and the Briscoes. Briscoes, of course, are the nine-time Ring of Honor tag team champions, uh, probably the best team ever in Ring of Honor. Um, yeah. I'm, 
honestly surprised we haven't uh, haven't seen them in WWE. I'm sure WWE's probably approached them at least once, if not more than that. But uh, you know, the Briscoes are the top team in in Ring of Honor. I, I like to compare them to uh, to the Dudley Boys in a lot of respects, uh, just because of their you know brutal, hard hitting style. They incorporate a little bit more of the high flying stuff, which is cool, and uh, so this should be a great match. Of course, the NWA 70th anniversary show is tonight. Actually, I believe it is uh, just starting now as I'm recording this. Big matches uh, coming out of this one. Got Jazz defending the NWA World Women's Championship against Penelope Ford. Uh, They will be crowning a new NWA national champion, uh, having like an eight-man mini tournament for this one. Two two four-way, four-corner matches. And the winners of those four corner matches will face off for the title. Uh, they entered, uh, or unveiled, I should say, the new NWA National Championship belt this week. Um, got a lot of reaction online, some good, some bad. I personally love it. It's uh, basically a throwback to the old NWA United States Championship with the red leather strap, with the uh, the uh, like the silhouette of uh, the continental U.S. in silver with the two, uh, I believe they're Eagle side plates on it. Uh, I think it's a really cool looking belt. Like I said, it's a throwback to the, uh, the title belt, the U S title belt from the seventies. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. They, you know, weren't real fond of the design, but uh, a lot of people did saying basically the same thing that I am. It's, you know, cool to see kind of an old school looking belt, uh, coming back now. And the, uh, the main event tonight for NWA 70, 70th anniversary is the rematch between Cody Rhodes and Nick Aldis, two out of three falls for the World Heavyweight Championship. And I will definitely be talking about the, uh, the results of these matches on next week's show. Uh, moving on from there, uh, looks like the Crown Jewel pay-per-view is still on. It is still in Saudi Arabia. Of course, WWE has dropped any mention of Saudi Arabia, the Saudi royal family, venue, anything like that from all advertisements for it. Uh, they're just kind of promoting it now. You know, WWE Crown Jewel available only on the, uh, or streaming live on the, the WWE Network, and that's really it. Um, so they have, uh, you know, they're not not pressing that it's in Saudi Arabia or anything about the, uh, the Saudi royal family. So we'll have to you know, it's going to have to see where it goes from there. I mean, they're obviously not going to move it. They're not going to cancel it. So it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I'm, I don't think it's the best idea, but I, I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to support the WWE. I know a lot of people out there are completely against them having this show in Saudi Arabia. And, you know, that that's your right. And if that's the case, you know, best thing you can do is not watch it or, uh, you know, cancel your subscription to the, to the network if, you know, if you are really that much against it want to protest against it that's the best thing you can do to make your voice heard cancel your subscription don't watch the show make make their numbers go down then you will get their attention uh all right but moving on from there uh some other interesting news coming from uh the website sescoops.com uh talking about uh jim ross and chris jericho starting up their own promotion with the backing of uh, the Khan family, which these are the uh, the people that own the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL and uh, the Fulham Football Club in the English Premier League. Uh, that's soccer for all you guys who for all you guys who aren't familiar. Um, yeah, but they're uh, looking to start a new promotion. From what I uh, what the article said was uh, in the next 12 to 16 months. So we're looking at late 2019, early 2020. Um, 
you know, uh, also working with their uh, uh, agent, who's also an agent for a lot of the, the top tier, not just wrestlers, but athletes, Barry Bloom. Um, supposedly with uh, the elite kind of hinting at, uh, you know, moving on from New Japan and Ring of Honor with Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and Marty Skrull, Hangman Page, saying that, you know, these are our final Bullet Club t-shirts and all that stuff, the stuff they've been putting on social media. Um, you know, the article's basically saying that these guys are on board with uh, JR and Chris Jericho, and whenever this new promotion starts up, they are going to be kind of the core of that uh, of that new promotion. Uh, the only one that was up in the air, according to this article, is Kenny Omega. Um, you know, as far as uh, not really not committing to this, which uh, you know, Kenny Omega has been a, a big part of New Japan for so long, so I'm sure it's something he'd have to really, really think about. But uh, yeah, according also according to the article, they're working on a, a TV deal with Access TV and you know Sinclair Broadcasting, uh, the uh, the parent company Ring of Honor, uh, is also somehow involved with this. Now Access TV, TV has uh, flat out denied all of this, um, but I mean if it's not set in stone yet, then you know obviously they're not going to confirm it. Um, Chris Jericho commented on it, but didn't really deny it he said oh i'm starting a new wrestling promotion awesome yeah i'm also starting a movie studio with lady gaga and uh i forgot exactly what else he said but uh he didn't it wasn't a denial and i think we all know you know chris jericho he will kind of kind of divert attention and sidestep questions without you know confirming or denying anything and then you know when everybody says, okay, well, you know, he's not going to show up here. He's not going to do this. He turns right around and does exactly what everybody said he was going to do. Like, like the way he showed up at all in, I mean, Fozzie had a concert, you know, a couple of hundred miles away at the same time all in was going on yet. He showed up and still managed to get to the concert. So, you know, can't, uh, like I said, what he's, what he posted online, it was, was kind of saying, oh yeah, sure. Right. Uh-huh. Whatever. But, uh, wasn't a denial. So, <coughs> Excuse me, and uh, curious to see what, if anything, Jim Ross is going to have to say about this. Um, see if he addresses it on his podcast this week. If he's got any anything to say about it, uh, one way or the other, um, you know, because he's been saying for a while, you know, there's stuff in the works, and he's got big things coming up, kind of dropping hints, but not being specific at all. So I mean, he he could be talking about anything. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean he's starting a, uh, a new promotion. So we'll have to see, you know, just wait and see how this one plays out. Like I said, it's not supposed to happen for uh, another year, year and a half uh, at the earliest. So this, this one's going to take a little while. But I just thought it was, you know, something really interesting because with the, with the financial backing that they supposedly have from the Khan family, you know, they could potentially, depending on, you know, how much this family wants to invest, you know, this is something that could potentially compete with WWE if they chose to take it in that direction. Now, JR has always said, um, you know, you're not going to compete with WWE because they've been in it for so many years and they, you know, nobody's on the same level financially with WWE. Well, the, you know, this could, uh, this could, could change that change that game up and cause and if it does I think it would be fantastic because it would cause WWE to have to step up their game. JR has supposedly been putting out some feelers to some WWE superstars. Uh, wasn't specific as to who, but uh, you know to see if they would have any interest in in uh, I guess jumping ship. And 
you know, JR is still under contract to WWE, but I guess that's going to be coming to an end here pretty soon. He's supposedly, again, this is all rumor, you know, so don't, uh, you know, don't take any of this as, as fact, but uh, supposedly he is already informed WWE he's not interested in re-signing uh, the contract that he's currently under. So if that's the case, I mean, it's definitely some, some exciting news. I, w- I would love to see another big company come out to, uh, you know, just to kind of to compete and uh, just make things make things interesting with WWE. I'm not saying it's gonna you know restart the Monday Night Wars or anything like that. I don't. I think Jr. is too smart for that. I don't think he would try to go head to head with WWE. He's not gonna go the same route as Eric Bischoff trying to put Vince McMahon out of business. You know, he would. Uh, I, I think as smart as Jr. is with the business, he would view it as you know, no, we're not competing with them we're an alternative we're a second you know a second brand or however you want to say it um you know for if you you know if you don't like wwe come check out our stuff and i think that's awesome and uh, hopefully it's i'm I'm really hoping this is true because if it is um you know it just get it just can only be good for the business for the fans and for the wrestlers and everybody else so well again we'll have to wait and see how that one plays out over the next year to a year and a half so uh yeah, the uh, topic that I had for today that I want to talk a little bit about is uh, social media in pro wrestling. Now, the the age that we live in, you know, social media is so prevalent everywhere. I mean, people use that's how people get their news. That's how people stay in touch with their friends and their family. Uh, for a lot of people, that's how they make new friends. That's how they meet their significant others. Social media is everywhere and in everything. I mean, you can't really name any business anywhere anymore that doesn't have a social media presence whether it's through advertising or or uh, facebook pages or twitter or instagram uh snapchat you know everywhere you turn there's uh you know social media is there whether it's business or personal um you know you can't can't get away from it unless you uh you know unless you go live out in the woods or on the side of a mountain somewhere you know unless you're totally off the grid social media is a part of everyday life uh, and one uh, one business that uses that takes full advantage of the overabundance of social media out there is professional wrestling. Whether it's the uh, indie wrestlers using it to promote themselves and you know let fans know when their their next uh, bookings are and things like that, or whether it's wrestling promotions uh, letting fans know when their next show is, where their next show is, when tickets are going on sale. Um, you know, what's the next big name they've got coming in to perform for them. And, uh, of course, WWE is right at the top of the list on this one. Um, you know, the uh, the big thing on social media this week was a, kind of a continuation of the Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella promo from Monday Night Raw. They went back and forth quite a bit on, uh, on Twitter. And actually, I think it was mostly on Instagram, but it was also uh, on Twitter as well. Just uh, going back and forth, taking shots at each other, basically promoting their match. And there, uh, I saw so much, uh, so many different comments, uh, good, bad, ugly, from you know all kinds of different uh, different fans, wrestling fans. Of course, with Ronda Rousey involved, you got the uh, MMA fans putting their two cents into having to uh, having to talk trash about uh, oh why you know why you you know you're you're a real fighter why are you doing this crap and everything like that these are the people that don't get it that don't know don't have the first clue what they're talking about quite honestly um 
I mean, if you hate it so much, stop following the person. I, I don't understand the point of following somebody on social media just to trash talk them or belittle them on their, you know, on their page. I mean, if you're, you know, if we're talking about wrestling fans and they want to, you know, they're on the page of a, a, a wrestler that they that they don't like, you know, say if, if it's a heel they don't like or something like that, and they want to trash talk and talk up their their favorite that the person's going to be wrestling against, that's one thing. But if you're just getting on there to say, you know, legitimately say that, you know, you, you left a quote-unquote real sport to go do this this garbage or whatever, you know, just you're, you're wasting everybody's time because nobody cares. Your, your opinion means less than nothing. I've said that before. If, if you don't know what you're talking about, you really shouldn't be saying anything. But, hey, it's your social media, so if you want to make yourself look like a fool, that's your right. But, um, you know, and one comment that really caught my eye, though, uh, on uh, the, one of the Instagram barbs that uh, I think it was one of the ones that Ronda Rousey put out there, uh, one fan said, you know, I, I follow both of you guys because I admire you both as women and this and that, but I don't want to see all this wrestling crap. Well, you got to understand, as professional wrestlers, as WWE superstars, that this is part of their job. I mean, continuing their storyline when they're not on television to keep it fresh in the fans' minds, to build that interest, to build that emotional investment to you know this next to the payoff to the next pay per view. That that's part of the job. So I mean, like it or not, that, that's something that you know it's part of what they're paid to do. Uh, keep you know keep fans talking about the uh, the feud. Keep fans talking about the match coming up. And that, you know, the way that they do that is with social media. And you see that with a lot of uh, pro wrestlers, whether it's WWE, indies, doesn't matter. You know, they they use social media to their advantage and they've become exceedingly good at it. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, think a lot of fans kind of overestimate... I hate to hate to put it this way, but I can't think of any other way to say it. Kind of overestimate how important their opinions really are, and honestly, like I said, they're not. My my opinion doesn't mean anything. Neither does any other wrestling fan out there. You're free to express it. That's fine. Don't be surprised when uh, you know one of them claps back at you every now and then, puts you in your place because that's hey, you asked for it. You know, I me I prefer to just kind of sit back and enjoy. You know, once in a while I'll feel the urge to comment, but I'm like, no, I'm just gonna uh, sit back and watch the show, just like I sit back and watch on every Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday on, on TV. You know, that it's part of the show, it's part of the entertainment. I think a lot of people don't understand that. They think if it's on social media, oh, this must be a real beef and things like that. Then other fans are just cynical, like, oh, more fake wrestling crap. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> you know, I hate. I hate when people have to throw that around. And, oh, it's fake and this and that. And, uh, my my reply is, yeah. What's your favorite TV show? Uh, okay, The Walking Dead. Well, you know zombies aren't real, don't you? You know zombies are fake. They're, they're these, you know, corpses really aren't getting up, walking around, eating people. It's a television show, guys. Get over it. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not presented as reality. It's you know the these people while they are some of the best athletes in the world, they're also actors. They're playing a part. Uh, now, granted, the parts that a lot of them play is just kind of extension of their real everyday selves, but you know, it, it's a television show. It's entertainment. It's especially WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. That's and that's that. 
So I, th- I think a lot of these people just kind of need to uh, take a breath and chill out and just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show because that's what it's there for. Um, you know, if you feel the need to try to interact, hey, you know, my whole thing is at least show some semblance of respect. I think a lot of people, they get behind a keyboard and they uh, they tend to get very brave and think that they can say whatever they want to whoever they want. And it's just kind of, I don't know, that's just a good way to get yourself uh, get yourself just cut down verbally. And I've seen it happen many, many times. And it's honestly, every time it is hilarious to me. Um, yeah, another social media item from this week was, uh, I mentioned earlier, the new... <clears throat> the new NWA National Championship. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people hated it. Uh, I, for one, love it. I, I'm hoping to uh, sooner or later get uh, get a replica of it if they put them out for sale. I would love to have that as uh, as part of my collection. Um, you know, another item, actually, one that kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, I didn't comment on it myself. I had the urge to, but I figured, no, this person can uh, you know fend for themselves. Was uh, Mike Bennett's. Social media now. Everybody knows he's been through rehab recently uh, for some uh, some substance abuse issues, and by all accounts, he's doing great. Um, you know, and he you know he posts updates. He's uh, as far as how many days sober he's been, and you know how he's feeling, and what kind of shape he's gotten into since he since he got clean and everything like that. And I, I think that's awesome, and it's a great way to hold yourself accountable is to use your social media to kind of let people know, hey, it's been this long. I'm doing good. I'm you know this and that, but. Uh, Somebody actually, you know, had something negative to say about it, which is ridiculous to me. It's just a, an insane concept to me. It's like, you know, oh, it's great that you're doing good, but, you know, the all these update emails, it's, it's like you're bragging. You never see Kurt Angle or Jeff Hardy or anybody. To, you, well, you know what? He's not Kurt Angle. He's not Jeff Hardy. He's Mike Bennett. You know, maybe that's something he chooses to do to, like I said, keep himself accountable, is to, you know, let his fans and his family and his friends and, you know, people in his life know, hey, I, it's been this many days and I'm clean. Hey, it's been this many days and I'm clean. Hey, I, you know, I, I had this new accomplishment today in my, you know, my workouts or whatever aspect of life and things like that. And, you know, who am I or anybody else as far as just anybody, I mean, wrestling fans, whoever, to criticize how somebody goes about maintaining their sobriety of all things. I mean, you know, he, he's been sober for, I, I want to say it's well over a year now. That is a phenomenal accomplishment. You know, I, I personally in my past have, have had some, you know, substance issues myself. And I, you know, it's not something I put out there or whatever because I, you know, it's something that I overcame, and, and this has been like years and years ago. That we're talking like fifteen plus years ago, long time ago. But uh, you know, it's it was never uh, well back at that time. You know, there wasn't social media really or anything like that. I mean, might have had MySpace or something, but uh, you know, there wasn't really anything. Uh, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't it wasn't a thing. Put it that way to you know post updates and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, if it was something that I was dealing with today, I would probably do the same thing just to kind of keep my friends and family in the loop to let them know that I'm, you know, doing okay, that I'm, you know, just that I'm, uh, I'm recovering, I'm doing well. So, you know, like I said, who am I or anybody else to judge how Mike Bennett or anybody who's been through that goes about maintaining it? So, and I mean, this person who made this comment to him, 
got got cut down pretty well and well deserved. So you know, I mean, there there's a lot of good that can come from uh, social media. There's a lot of bad. Um, as far as social media and wrestling, though, it, it I think everybody needs to look at it just like what I said. It's part of the show and it's it's an extension of the show. You know, when Raw goes off the air, guaranteed you're going to see uh, superstars posting on whether it's Twitter or Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook posting to advance the storylines that you just saw on TV. Uh, I mean, WWE has a show on Facebook. Mix, Mix Match Challenge is, is on Facebook every week. So, you know, they, they know the importance of, of social media and what they do, and they take full 100% advantage of it as well they should uh, as well does most other most other pro wrestling companies and any pretty much any other sports out there has some kind of social media presence but i honestly think pro wrestling is probably the best at using it to their advantage in particularly the WWE uh, so like i said i use it to to you know keep up with the storylines and see what uh, what new developments uh go on from week to week after the shows go off the air because that's exactly what it is it's an extension of the show it's another form of entertainment it's a way of keeping the fans connected um and so you know anybody that uh, kind of looks down their nose at it or thinks that they're but see that's the kind of the double-edged sword of it you know it keeps the fans connected but it also sometimes lets them think they have a right to get involved or interject their their opinions into it which Again, I mean, it's your social media page. You can post whatever you want on it. You can make whatever kind of comments you want on it. Just, uh, you know, you are not free from the backlash. Put it that way. That's the only only kind of warning you're you're going to get. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I think social media is an integral part of professional wrestling these days. It's used, again, to advance storylines, to let people know what events are coming up, where they can get tickets, what superstars they're going to see where, and... Uh, yeah, at this point in our in our society, I think uh, most people would be lost without it. So I I don't necessarily necessarily think it's the greatest thing in the world, but I think it's a necessary evil. Put it that way. And uh, hey, without social media, you wouldn't have uh, or I wouldn't have a platform for this show. So I you know can't complain about it too much, right? But uh, that, anyway, that's all I've really got for this week. So, like I said, next week I will have the results of the NWA 70th Anniversary Show. Of course, reviewing Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live, Ring of Honor. Um, you know, any news, uh, big news from Lucha Underground, MLW, or anything like that, I'll, I'll be covering that as well. And uh, one more time, hope everybody's enjoying the show. You can find it on uh, YouTube, Podbean, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find your podcasts. And make sure you're following us on that evil social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, just search Catch Hook Shoot. You should be able to find all of our pages. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. Uh, leave me any questions, comments, anything like that. I, you know, I love getting uh, any type of comments, hearing your guys' thoughts, anything you, uh, you want to say, the good, the bad, the ugly, what you like, what you don't like, anything you'd like to hear me talk about in the future. Uh, or anything like that, or if you got any show ideas, you know, bring them on. I'm, I'm open to pretty much anything, and um, you know, working on some stuff coming up for the show. Hopefully, I'll be able to uh, make some announcements. Uh, I'm trying to actually get my buddy Rich back on the show for a special episode. Um, 
but that's you know a couple months down the line I'll say some more about that when I've got some more solid information uh, but I'm hoping to have a couple of uh, special episodes coming out one in November and then hopefully fingers crossed another one in January uh, but I'll be giving some more information as those dates get closer but for right now I am gonna sign off hope everybody has a good week and I will talk to you guys soon <laughs>